Hi, this is Doug Bear with Splunk. I've got to tell you, the Big Data Beard Podcast, with a name like that, how can you not listen? Can't wait to tune in. You're listening to the Big Data Beard. Hey, this is Corey Minton from the Big Data Beard Podcast, hey. and I have got my boy Brett. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? I'm Afternoon. living the dream, and we are on the floor at SplunkConf 2017, and we have two awesome guests. Keegan Dubs and Kelly Kitagawa from Splunk. Happy to be here. Welcome. Hey All right. For the hey purposes, there. let's do some introductions. Keegan, okay. what do you do? Yeah. So I'm on the product marketing team here at Splunk for the IT Markets Group. So manage the go-to-market approach for any of our products that would be falling within the IT operations space. Very cool. Kelly, how about you? I am a sales engineer. I am based out of San Francisco and headquarters. Okay. Cool. Now, did I see you were on stage today? You did. What? She it. How'd you do that? Um, that's a great question. They asked me to um, speak at the keynote, and I was like, oh. Am I allowed to swear? No you, swearing? It's, you know, it's okay. whatever. Heck yes. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes is fine. I thought you were going to go really yeah, weird. Yeah, like I mean, the bottom swear. Yeah. <laughs> PG-13 is totally fine. Okay. Okay. Cool. Glad we talked about that. It's okay if you go off the rails. It's totally cool. Okay. So what did you talk about on stage? What was yes, your- so I had the honor of demoing some of the new product features that came out this year. Um, there were three demos that I had. One was on IT service intelligence. Yep. And the second one was on AWS, our AWS app. And then the third was on our new project called Project Waytomo. Yeah, we talked with Bill about Waytomo. That sounds yes. super cool. Yeah. I even And we actually had this conversation about the, the funny thing about the culture at Splunk. And we talked about that in ad nauseum with uh, <laughs> with our boy Simon, but the oh, funny thing okay. was Waitomo Cave in New Zealand. Is that right? Something it like is. that. Yeah. So, if you, and you'll notice there was also um, a project that we're demoing in some of the IT space over there called Project Nova. So it's okay. um, how we manage the naming for any of our prod projects or products before mm-hmm. they would become public. Mm-hmm. So everything follows the um, pattern of having project and then the name of a cave because caves can't be trademarked. And so legally it, 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 get, it puts us in a good place for anything that would be outward facing for the name. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah. I didn't I just thought it was because you guys were rad at spelunking. Spelunking. Yeah. I mean, well, we went back and forth with mm-hmm. trying to figure if we were going to do caves or if we wanted to do um, like streets or anything else that doesn't have a trademark attached to it. But yeah. obviously, you know, caves felt pretty natural with the Splunk story and the, the name story. Yeah. Um, so that's where we landed on caves. Cool. So we're going to get in your talk in a second, but I wanted to tell you, I was creeping on your social profiles to try to learn some <laughs> things about you. So don't freak out if you see the invites. Okay. One thing I learned, you're a big deal on Twitter. You got uh, a lot of followers. I don't have a Twitter account. I thought then you, oh, well then somebody who looks pretty similar to you has a Twitter account and is okay. a pretty big deal. Okay. So then now I'm going to make fun of you. Right yeah, okay. I'm going to unfollow that person. That just got awkward. Actually, there is a girl named Kelly Kitagawa on YouTube that I've seen before. That's is hilarious. That okay. Maybe. So maybe that's why. And okay. I was going to give you grief over the fact that, Ke- Keegan, you're on Twitter, but like the last time you tweeted was in 2015. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You're really being millennial by not having a Twitter account. What I is know. that about? Um, I just, I don't know. I never jumped on the Twitter bandwagon. You know, I would say of like the social media platforms, I'm much more addicted to Instagram than I am to Twitter. So it just, it was never my thing. And so then now I'm, I've been so far removed from it that I feel like getting into it is too difficult. Um, but yeah, I think my, my last tweets were from when I was still in college and I was (laughs) taking, um, a product development class and like we had to tweet at each other when we were 
presenting. <laughs> so there's like yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there's well, like probably ten or fifteen of these just like really random suggestions that are like maybe you should add a pocket to it. <laughs> You're like, All right. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't understand this. Yeah. Well, it's too bad because we're really hoping that you can help Brett up his followers. He's uh, yeah. so we have a little competition going, and uh, we've got a handful of dudes that are part of this Big Data Beard podcast team, and a gal actually. She's just at another conference, um, but we're trying to see who can get the most Twitter followers by Halloween. There's a bottle of whiskey on the line. So, mm. how many it? followers do you have right now? So, I have 179 followers. Okay, I'm up 36 from when the whiskey war started. So, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm winning right now. He's actually. winning. The, he's winning. Yeah. The I am crushing it. When there's motivation and when whiskey is the motivation, mm-hmm. I actually get really? followers pretty well. But when it's just you know grow it organically, I couldn't care less. Yeah, our best. I think the I think Aaron has Aaron Banks is our uh, one of the gals from our on, that's on the podcast team. She uh, I think she's winning total. I think she's got north of 2,000 followers. Yeah, I like only have twenty five hundred. I think so. I'm like a twelve hundred or something. But I'm not. I actually went down after we announced that contest. I lost followers. Aww. It was a little bit disappointing. I unfollowed them once we uh, started this competition just to make sure that I would win. <laughs> That's I thought we said that was not allowed. Competition is a competition. Yeah. When whiskey's on the line, things get exactly. real. Right? I mean, I don't. I don't play to lose. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. So let's do this. Let's talk about what you're. What you y'all presented at the session this week? It was a theater session. Mm-hmm. Tell me what it was. What you talked about. Yeah, so I actually, this idea kind of started maybe a little bit over a year ago. I live in San Francisco and um, been single for quite some time, more than I want <coughs> to admit. And um, one of the things I noticed in San Francisco is that, you know, we're always at the forefront of technology and we're always like the beta testers for new apps. And there's so many new dating apps always coming online. And last year I was like, why don't I just take what I do for a living and try and like splunk my own dating yeah. profile. And basically I reached out to every single dating platform that I could possibly imagine, like OkCupid, Match, um, Hinge, uh, Coffee Meets Bagel, and none of them would give me my own data. Really? And there was one exception, and that was Bumble. And when I originally started the idea, I wanted to compare other dating sites and Mm -hmm. see which one was better. And since I wasn't able to get um, more dating sites, I pretty much lost uh, the idea, but I told Keegan about it, and she said, you know, why don't we get multiple people on Bumble? And I was like, um, you're a genius. Actually, that would be an excellent idea. <laughs> I am yeah. a genius. And so <laughs> I have her to thank, here. and she kind of sparked the idea, and we're like, why don't we just do multiple people on Bumble since, you know, that is the only one that they were able to get to us. Yeah. My hunch... Uh, this is not confirmed, is that Bumble is half based in the UK and they have different data privacy mm-hmm. laws. And mm-hmm. so they yeah. were kind of forced to give me my data. But um, that was also proven wrong a little bit later. We can get to that yeah, story. That's a, that's a good story. <laughs> a little bit later. But um, that's kind of how the idea started. And it was really just, you know, single girls trying to do a fun use case for Splunk and use something that's really real and relevant to so many millions of people that use dating applications yeah and then it it worked well so before we started this whole process we sat down and we were trying to almost reverse engineer thinking about what are the uh what are like the metrics and things that we would want to pull out of the data when we got it um and show that in the presentation and we determined that it would work well if we kind of conducted it as an overall social experiment Mm -hmm. and so we put it together where it was within a three-month time period we had to get 50 matches and um we we set out to prove or prove or disprove a hypothesis of of three different openers what gets the most responses and so that made it kind of that that 
put a time box around it and mm -hmm. kind of made it made it much more clear mm -hmm. instead of um, you know just having it be all right well let's do a word cloud of everyone's names and instead yeah. to actually have a, a concrete plan of action um, worked really well and then I think it, and uh, uh, yeah. yeah some of the other controlled variables that we did for our experiment was that we agreed to swipe every single day between the hours of like 5 and 8 or 9 p.m., which is apparently what they call rush hour in dating profile mm -hmm. applications. Yep. Yeah. And um, the other thing that was awesome was that we would each have six photos and we each tried to do like a face shot, a body shot, like a travel photo, and then we had kind of like a, a free-for-all. Yeah, a wild card. And then the best part, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we tried to make it as controlled as possible, um, but uh, the, the best part was that we both had the same profile description. And okay. in the description... It was our favorite Splunk t-shirt slogan that said, I like big data and I cannot lie. Yeah. And a lot of people commented yeah. on it. I would <laughs> yeah, say. I'm sure that's a pretty yeah. popular thing, especially in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah there were some nerds. really funny responses. So you're going to get some funny giggles and a whole bunch Please. of nods yeah. from Brett. Okay. <laughs> I am on Bumble. Huh? Oh, great. <laughs> so that's why he asked me to be honest and to put me in the hot seat. Yeah, okay, uh, great. We'd love to hear the feedback because mm -hmm. uh, I too have been single for a fair amount of time. Where do and you live? I live in Boston. Okay. So other side of the country. Different data. Uh, yeah. It yeah. would be interesting to get a Your male's data. data set. Yes. Also. Uh, and I would be willing to give my data set out. Uh -oh. So we could definitely <laughs> definitely arrange something there to get some of the yeah. feedback. Yeah. Well. That gets us to our other thing that we were talking about, which was getting the data from Bumble this time around. Mm -hmm. So when Kelly first set out to do this last year, she got the she got originally got her data back from Bumble. I just and filed a support ticket. They're like, fill out this form, send 15 pounds, you're good to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're like, all right, great. Same thing. We'll, we'll do this. So about probably like a month before conf, we contact Bumble support and they're like, great. Can you send us uh, the text files of our, our chat records, our data? And they aren't responding. So it's like radio silent for yeah. about a week. And Kelly and I are Freaking starting to freak, it, freak out. out. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, what are we going to do? I mean, like we have all these people committed <laughs> to the session. Like what, if we can't get the data, how is this? This isn't going to work. And build yeah. dashboards or anything at this point. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I like went full turbo and I'm and oh like, I need God. to contact, yeah. I need to get in contact with someone at Bumble. And so I um, applied for a job there, <laughs> hoping that like someone would respond to me. <laughs> I apply, I know, yeah, I applied to be a branded. Ambas ambassador <laughs> I looked up what their holding company is which is called Badoo and then I went on LinkedIn and every single person that I was either second or third degree connected with that either worked at Bumble or Badoo I was like can you connect me with that person at Bumble like I desperately we need. were mm -hmm. shameless we reached <laughs> oh, out yeah, the to our sales rep that is actually Badoo is a Splunk customer we yeah. reached out to that sales rep to see if they could reach out to them for us for oh someone else we <laughs> we went as far as high end we were like well oh. maybe we're going to need to redo this on a different platform like yeah. what if we are we connected to anyone at tinder and Haiyan is connected Our with SVP the SVP of security products. Yeah. Yes, is connected with the SVP of engineering at at, at um, Tinder. Tinder. So, so we, we were had like, her reach out as a backup plan. Like, yeah, yeah. We and then, went nuts, and this one was amazing. <laughs> Tell them how do we actually finally got it? Yeah, uh, finally. So it was a, a guy that I had gone to college with um, on LinkedIn responded and was like, "Yeah, my uh, my brother's friends with that guy. Happily make the introduction." 
um, give me a second. And so like about six hours later, I just get this response back that is like, uh, here's his email. He's a product manager. He's expecting to hear from you. And so we were like, all right. Oh my God. Yeah. So we emailed him directly and he helped us get get in touch with support. Um, we did get scolded. Or I got yes. scolded though um, <laughs> yes. because he said, so they were like, this is a one-time exception. Um, we don't do this regularly. Oh, and by the way, uh, just for future reference, when you're contacting the support team, don't say it's an urgent request unless the, the police are really involved. Yeah. And so they were, so because I, I, yeah, I started to get a little bit aggressive in some yeah. of my messages to the support team. And no. so, yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, we so. were desperate. You were on a mission. Yeah, do it though. Yeah. We yeah. Were. But we got the data back. Honestly, I, I, I think I stood up in my chair and I cheered when those. Oh text my files god, came we over. were so so <laughs> relieved because we were we had this talk. Yeah. We had the abstract people. We got accepted, and we had, had nothing to show for it. And we're, ugh, it was super stressful. But we ended up, the product manager there ended up hooking us up, and yep. it was a one-time exception. He said they're not doing it anymore due to legal reasons. Yeah. yeah. Blah 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 blah. GPDR or GDPR or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was. So uh, I want. So I'm curious though. Yeah. Like, so when you got the data, like, mm -hmm. what kind of data did you get? Was it the text conversations what was it like activity like what, what did it look like yeah exactly so um in terms of the data that we were expecting we we were hoping that we could get analytics based off of you know how long people were on our profile for how many people swiped to us um what kind of pictures as much rich analytics that we can pull out from the data and the only thing that we were able to get is the text message conversations okay however the text message conversations had timestamps. So we Sweet. were able to pull out and extract fields based off of those timestamps. Yep. And then the other thing that was pretty sh poopy was that um, <laughs> well done. Uh, the text format that it came in was this awful text file. And um, we've come to find out a lot of applications, especially mobile applications, have very incongruous formats, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. with custom developers and yep. yeah. custom applications. And so we had this really weird, ugly text file format and when I put it into we put it in Splunk it was like kind of a mess yeah. Yeah, so the line, the line breaking wasn't working initially no. when we tried to bring it in as a new source type and so Kelly worked with uh, you you built out the you wrote the additional regex for us to be able to bring it in as a custom source type yep. to get the correct line break it, breaking exactly. and then we were able to bring in each chat as a, as an individual event okay. and okay. what was what was good about the text file is it would also capture uh, the chat if if people didn't respond to us so we oh, could, okay. We so could you had see, like yeah. nulls, like yeah, this exactly. one didn't get a response. Yeah, okay. exactly. yeah, exactly. So we could Sweet. see when we engaged, when we matched and engaged in conversation, but then they didn't respond to us within 24 hours, okay. which you can't see on the app. It disappears. Yeah. The chat record disappears. And that, that's important too, because Bumble, unlike all the other social media sites out there, is it has to be the conversation has to be initiated, initiated. by the the female. Mm -hmm. Yep. So which I can't. Perfect. So I could swipe and I could match with somebody, but I'm not able to talk until someone reaches out to me so you could be a match but if a you're not checking the phone after 24 mm -hmm. hours or maybe you know you just aren't there after 24 hours it goes away it goes actually it goes back into the the database so you can swipe again down the, the road because in boston <laughs> i have shamelessly gone through everybody a couple times <laughs> um, that's awesome Some five, five, you know, five mm -hmm. through nine is definitely the uh, the rush hour swiping in boston yeah as well, definitely so. yeah. is and that was the other thing the other thing that we got lucky with is that Bumble ended up being the perfect platform for our experience because not only are we both female, but the 
the onus was in the female, as you were saying, where mm -hmm. you both match, and then the female has to respond within 24 hours, and then the male has 24 hours to respond back. Okay. Yeah. If the male does not respond, then it goes back to the, you know... The pool. The, the pool. The pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pool of uh, yeah, people. All right, so so the, the premise, though, so you got the data, they got the conversations. The premise you said before was you wanted to test the effectiveness of... Three first messages. Okay. Yeah, so we had... so. But for the pool of people we matched with, uh, we had to, we did a third of we had three different openers we would use, Kay. and we for a third of each of them we used an, an, one of the openers. And right. so the first one was, "Hey, blank future husband name, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> comma yeah. how's it going?" Um, the second was, "You're hot," but spelled U R H A W T. Ned speak. Yes. To reach out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the, the third was just the hand wave emoji. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so because because Bumble, the women have to talk first. Yeah. We could test which one gets the most responses, mm -hmm. and then also because of the timestamps, figure out which gets the fastest response too. Mm -hmm. Fastest and do anything ar around the longest conversation or yielded more of a engaging conversation? Anything around that? We started in. We didn't. Um, pull that out for the session, but we did start, you started to look at that, right? So yeah. which one worked though? I'm curious, I gotta, I gotta know. Right? Okay, I, I, well, I wanna see which one worked and then compare it to what <laughs> he wants people to show have you said to me, phone. but then yeah. also what do I say to people? Are you taking notes? Well? Are you? <laughs> no, this is recorded <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be my gonna whole, go back and this training session. Weekend, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I would ask you guys, which one do you think was the most successful? Between, hey, future husband, how's this going? You're hot. Or hand wave emoji. Easily the hot one. Yeah? I think it's the hand wave emoji. Hand wave? Okay. So we thought it was gonna be our our hypothesis our hypothesis was that hey, blink, how's it going would get the most because it's individualized. Personal and yeah. it's yeah. it's succinct and it's non threatening and yeah. Like, yeah, it re re yeah. requires an answer back. Yeah. Yeah, it's a question. Yeah. Yeah. So in third place was the hand wave emoji with 48%. Yep. That's why I'm and this still guy's, single. And this is why I'm, <laughs> I'm married, by the way. <laughs> You're like, God, this sounds horrible. No. And then this in awesome. second place, the hey, how's it going got 51%. I knew it. Yeah. And then in first place? You're hot. You're yeah. hot. Did I think you know it was, what it was, it was 16. That. Dude, that's the vanity of yeah. dudes. Like, we so don't ever get told we're good looking. Like, <laughs> so our catch line during our talk was, so it was, 68% success rate with wow, your hot, which is that's pretty way really better that's than the other ones. And mm -hmm. so our tagline during our talk was, you uh, I was like, so guys only want to hear about how good looking they are? And then we were like, uh, isn't that a little rude, Keegan? It's like, well, the data doesn't lie. We planned this and then Doug went on stage at the keynote yesterday and was like, data doesn't lie. <laughs> that is so good. Like, yes. So I'm going to flip true. it real quick though, because for me, as a, as a guy, hey, what's going on? Or hey, insert name, future wife, I guess, uh, what's going on? <laughs> doesn't work as well. I would say that would be the third. And that's right. because, at least in Boston, I think females get so many matches with guys that they have to go through all these different matches. And when you just see something, like it's still a, a pretty somewhat boring standard line, whether yes. you put yeah. their name in or not. You They automatically or very quickly disregard that and go on to something that's more engaging more of a uh, something that's going to either you know stimulate thought or just something that's you know funny you know yeah. something that's going to actually want but them see that's to a hypothesis engage. we're going to need your data right. to test okay. so we're yeah. going to have to figure that and out I, <laughs> definitely do that. I think tinder would be a more an interesting way of doing it as well because you can 
message Both. either way. I can message mm-hmm. out first oh, or so if you yeah. guys can as well. Gotcha. So you can see that, that first approach because I think on Bumble, at least with me, because they've already reached out in, in one fashion. Yeah. I, uh, I have a better opportunity of engaging in a conversation. I will say most people do. I don't. I'll reach back and say, hey, you know, whatever. How's it going? I say that a lot. So yeah. I, I know this by, uh, by, true, by the truth. Um, but I think, you know, I would love to see what the males say to right. be able to uh, do engagement with you guys on the, the response to your initial mm-hmm. reach out as well. There were some really funny responses. Oh there was I, one guy that I matched with from um, Sumo actually, like <laughs> made a joke about, you know, obviously working in the same industry, yeah. um, which was pretty funny. And there was like uh, the ones we, we showed a couple of our favorite responses in the um, in our presentation yesterday on the sh- on the slides. Yep. We definitely chose the ones that were like PG and non-offensive <laughs> yeah. because there were there was it ran the There's gambit. Yeah. Oh, sure. really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, especially when you're starting off with "You're hot," like yeah, the, the, it's like yeah. straight yeah. to My the favorite one. Cut straight to yeah. I said "You're hot," and then immediately back he just texted me his phone number. Yeah, that was great. And, and He's then like, I, I'm in. Yeah. And then, <laughs> think um, I'm hot? Shit, and then I didn't respond for like a couple days. I was like, whoa, that's aggressive. And then he wrote back and said, fraud. <laughs> <laughs> so have awesome. you seen the yes. Chai's top 15 or top 20 pickup lines of all time? They're pretty hilarious. Yeah. No. Like go through there. Check them out. What's what's one of them? All right. So let's go through one of them. So um, while you're doing that, I was actually, I was unaware that there was this thing called a, a PUA. A pickup artist, P-U-A. And there's like apparently, and by the way, your boy Ben was telling me about this because he used to be one. Ben Derringer? No, 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 no. no. My my old old boss. (laughs) He was telling me about this thing. He was like, yeah, there's like meetups. And there's like Reddit, like sub forums about. Do you remember that show on VH1 that was the pickup artist? Did anyone else no, watch that? No. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. It was but really? yeah, it would have been in like the early aughts. They VH1 had a show that was like was called the Pickup Artist, and it was a reality show where they had this one guy that was supposedly a pickup artist, yeah. and then like 15 dudes that he was supposed to be training on how to be how to become pickup artists and every week they had to like go on a date and then whoever didn't get to go on a second date was eliminated (laughs) (laughs) all right so i got one here uh it's from bumble so okay female initiated uh if you were a vegetable you'd be a cucumber so they use that i've actually gotten that before that's uh recently the last couple weeks and and i did not respond okay i after because you had read the article no, um, she copied and pasted it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind that as much as I just it wasn't as engaging as I would, mm. was hoping for it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the response is not suitable for the podcast, so you can see what <laughs> again what guys actually do. I, I had to read it before yeah. I said it. Yeah, you, yeah, your, face, like, oh. you your face there just said a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but again, it goes into I think it's a two way street. What do, what do girls say to initiate, mm-hmm. but then what do the guys say back? Because yeah. to your point about the phone number, I'll be honest, I've done that before myself. <laughs> so Guilty. you go. Guilty. Oh, yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is when we were doing research on what first messages should we start with, mm-hmm. there's a lot of research out there of like which ones people have used. And um, we noticed that some of them were pretty outdated. So there was one book by Christian Rudder. Um, gosh, I can't remember what it was called, but he was the guy that's one of the first employees at OkCupid. Okay okay. He was a data scientist at OkCupid okay and they have like over 40 million people's data. And um, he, he said that a lot of people that like use NetSpeak um, don't get as many replies back. And sometimes that might indicate that they're less educated and things like that. And so the other thing that we noticed was that there weren't 
emojis at the time. Like 10 years ago, people oh, really yeah. weren't using them. So or we were gif, trying to monitor yeah, the gifts. Yeah, the other one too. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, that one wouldn't get parsed into the chat records. Unfortunately, those didn't show up. Yeah. Um, but we were trying to modernize some of those pickup lines. And honestly, we, I was really surprised because the right before we also chose that, I watched this video from Bumble and it was like advice on first messages. And they were saying that you would get more responses back if you personalized them. Okay. And um, maybe the name a little bit further than that, taking it more personalized. So literally I was like, okay, NetSpeak's not gonna work. Um, definitely we should personalize it, it's gonna win. And um, a hand wave emoji, no one had really done any research on emojis and our results were really interesting and very surprising. So it was, it was a really cool and fun experiment. Um, yeah. Picking the first yeah. mes messages. Now, did you see any interesting data around the times that you sent a message or the times that people responded because I, I always think hmm. you know I wake up in the morning and sometimes I will look at Bumble and I yeah. might have a message because I also go to bed relatively early uh, during the work week and I'm like oh well I'm not going to respond at 6 in the morning or 7 in the morning yeah. because Too they're not going to get it and then you yeah well that no, but also kidding. they're not going to get it until 8 hours yeah. from now and then A you, you kind of reduce your 24 hour clock right. but also yeah I mean so you there's some things desperate. exactly so so it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of a is it really on, like is it really appropriate to, to bumble somebody and using it as a verb at six in the morning, but it's also a desperate thing as well. So, well, so what do you no, see there I, as far as timelines? Bumble is it's interesting because you're forced to respond within 24 hours. So it's kind of like, especially when we were doing this experiment, it was like a full time job, like checking every single it day. It was a lot because yeah. if people responded, we wanted to respond back. Um, pretty quickly yeah. get burnt out quickly we, oh my god <laughs> yeah i it was it was a long three months it was a yeah. lot of work <laughs> but so we did we one of the things we found out and that we showed yesterday too is mm -hmm. the average time to so we took an average of the um time to respond so mm -hmm. when we sent a first message and then someone responded back how long did it take for them to respond yeah and what do you what do you think was the time Ooh. that it would take people average to respond. The, the time to respond. MTTR of... Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, we called it the TTR. We called it yeah. TTR. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. That. That's, that. a, that's <laughs> a little hard, harder engineering <laughs> yeah. for yeah. Uh, I would bet it was, uh, I don't know, uh, time yes. to, if somebody said, you're hot. On What's the average minute. time to Dude, respond? Dude, 20 minutes. Brett? Three hours? It was much longer than that. It was yeah. actually close to 10 hours. What? So we're, yeah. uh, we're just on the desperate side there. No. Um, <laughs> Apparently, I, I need to be told I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so, so 10 hours. Okay, so mm -hmm. that means, but you were putting them in but to, uh, during rush hour, right? So from, mm -hmm. what was it, 5 to 9 p.m.? Mm -hmm. So you were getting responses on average 10 hours later, so you were getting the response in the morning. Now, or, were, were yeah. you seeing that when oh, you were doing the swiping? So they were doing swiping? what you were talking yeah, about. Well, they were doing well, when you were doing the swiping, you would get the match, and, or would it be you swipe and then... They would respond. They, so they the time the was once we sent the first message. Yeah. How it, how long it took for them to respond back? Yeah, because they could the first they could swipe and the other the the male might not have seen them yet. Uh. So when they swipe, then that might initiate that twenty four hour clock. So there might be some other things to play uh, there. What about the twenty four hour extension? Mm. Any any oh. information on that or any thoughts on that? that yeah. yeah, that is. This you is turning into a coaching session. No, no, this is no Please tell me. I don't. I call it the lifeline. Okay. Essentially, after if someone doesn't respond within 24 hours, yeah. the men get one chance. How many do you get a day? You get uh, one, one per day. You can only use it once per a person, and that's where it. you can. If the woman respond doesn't respond back to your message and it expires, then they have one a day where they can extend it another 24 hours. Okay. 
It's like, hey, I, I really want you to talk to me. Please. Yeah. Is there Please. an equivalent you. on your side? No, there yeah. is not. Oh, there is so it's not. just the dudes. Oh, actually, that's a lie. If you pay, then I think that becomes one of the features is that you can... Um, Oh, like Extend there's a premium it. version or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can I pay to so. do to, and I think you can pay to like no. pre-match too. Yeah, no, and which super swipe. Yes, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Super swipe. But what back in the world to your question. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so it actually it, <laughs> no, it, puts, it puts the the person that you super swiped. I don't know the actual terminology. I I do not pay for this. Just FYI, yeah. for all was, the that was my next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it puts it puts their profile to the top of the deck so to speak so you're when you I got you. Your app, okay they're the first one that you see and you kind of see that yeah so i read the book the aziz anzari's book on oh, dating. romance yeah. i also read that too it's also a good inspiration yeah i was gonna say that like and it's interesting because i'm sitting here listening to that i'm like yeah dating is so weird oh these days it's the <laughs> fact that we can even splunk it is it's ridiculous crazy. yeah <laughs> Um, but back to your question you were asking about the super or the extensions you were asking if that showed up um, it didn't there wasn't a specific indicator on a message message that showed that it worked it just had the timestamps okay so um, we would have to but I guess if you could see the timestamp was over 24 hours then I guess you'd know it was in effect wouldn't you yeah yeah it was <laughs> that would just be yeah. have to an extra thing that we'd need to pull now we're just writing different SPL queries over yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Exactly. we did yeah we did do one that was to uh, pull out uh, uh, eight-digit phone number, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, uh, so, so see if either we gave out our number, yeah. or if someone gave their number to us. Um, so did a, a SPL query to be able to do that, and then what were some of the other kind of like fun? Um, um, well, I remember the phone number one because I was like, I never oh, give out my phone number. And then I did a search and I was like, clearly that's incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we, awesome. yeah, we also did um, an SPL query with the words like cute, funny, pretty, pretty beautiful, hot, hot yeah. whatever yeah. to see. We literally just touched the tip of the ice um, and yeah, with the data that we could pull from it. It was... We just wanted to get something initially for a good presentation, but there were so many other things that we could have done. Um, some of the things that I think we wanted to do was um, more on um, <clears throat> comparing cities. Okay. So yeah. she's in Seattle. I'm in San Francisco. Unfortunately, that wasn't in the data, but that could have been something that we manually pulled and from a lookup table or mm -hmm. something like that. So bringing in other data sources into Bumble, I thought would be an interesting thing. And definitely comparing other cities would have been great. Comparing males chat files and like what the responses would be that what is another like um roadmap yeah to get back to bumble and get the uh, text data I'm but like okay. natural yeah. language yeah. processing against like the responses would be kind of cool yeah, yeah. machine absolutely. learning toolkit yeah yep. no hey. we wanted to use the uh predict, predict. command uh -huh. to try to yeah do do a couple things like predict for mm -hmm. any opener how fast of a response it would get okay um so there yeah there's a lot of things that we could have done additionally, which are really cool. I mean, I think the the other thing that we found out that was like a really big takeaway for us um, was in going through it was obviously where we were saying this was almost like a full-time job. Like we were yeah. spending a lot of time on Bumble <laughs> and a lot of time responding to people and like yeah. my phone, I, just the battery was dying all the time. It was, yeah. it was a lot. Um, but in going through that, it was it was kind of good because we um, were really forced to put ourselves out there more mm -hmm. so than we would have usually. Yeah. And then afterwards, we could look back and we actually were able to see what our average rejection percentage is. Yes. So of, across the board, when we engage, how many or what percent of the time do people respond to us? Yeah. And um, that was... <laughs> 
uh, that was eye opening. <laughs> very eye opening. But, yeah. Good or bad? Yeah. Well, well you hurtful? let us decide. Um, you want to. Yeah. Well, well, what do you think was the percentage of time we well, we got that we would get rejected? Well, yeah. I'm I've been married long enough to know that a response, the only correct response for me um, to that question, hundred yeah, percent of the time. <laughs> Smart man. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna say the same thing just out of a. <laughs> yeah. You're like oh, I'm scared. He's like he set me up for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go with like seventy five percent or something like that. Yeah. Now you just make me look like a, an yeah. idiot. And then if you said one versus the other, like oh you got like ninety. I don't know about you over yeah. here. Yeah, we are actually um, only about a one or two percentage points difference. But she, she, I had a higher rejection. <laughs> <laughs> um, I blame yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> m- yeah, most of my matches were actually in San Francisco because I'm there a lot for work. Um, anyways, no, it was forty uh, percent of the time we that got we rejected. rejected. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So of the however many people we engaged, um, only sixty percent of them would respond and say. Like, hey, and, and engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so this the, was ahead. the data one time, like, would just give you a file, or yeah. did they open up an API for no, you? No, no, okay. no, no. There are no dating profiles that have an open API, which we found out Ooh. also. Yeah. Um, and for, for some reasons, obviously, for legalities and privacy and things like that, but um, yeah, that was one of the biggest struggles that we faced um, with that. But one of the best practices that we had at our talk was not being afraid of rejection because, yep. you know, especially in the dating world and especially on online dating, you only miss the shots you don't take. <laughs> Very and true. it was pretty crazy to see like 40%. I mean, we are women that are attractive, I would say, <laughs> and we have our good job. We're at a oh. I've got a face age. for radio. Yeah. <laughs> That's my line. And it was kind of like, wow, I mean, um, everyone gets rejected. And it's like, you got to get over that hurdle, man. Like, don't be afraid of getting rejected. Yeah. I think for me, it was really good because I, I feel like beforehand, I was, I cared yeah. a lot. Like, for yeah. anyone that I would match mm-hmm. with, and then if I would engage in that, if I would say something to them, I would be, I'd put a lot of thought into it. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, like, I'm really excited about this. I hope he responds. And like, each thing yes. was such a build up and it was like oh my gosh like all this pressure and then obviously going through this experiment and this process now i'm like hey screw it you're hot (laughs) yeah go with that yeah i'm like you know what (laughs) (laughs) so that was so that's what i want to know like so so did you've splunked it you've done the work have you gotten better like are you successful (laughs) have you found mr well the other next step to the data was how many dates we went on as a result okay of the matches, and it was. I went on two. I was on two. Also. You both went on two. And dates. we each okay. matched to fifty to sixty people on Bumble, and like had conversations, and we only went on about two dates each. Yeah, the wow. conversion rate is really strong. sad. How's no, that? How's that compare to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, better, better <laughs> success rate. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would say my my personal thing is a little bit challenging because I travel a lot as well and mm-hmm. I find that when I am in Boston it takes two or three days to build up a yeah. pipeline again where you actually are able to swipe. <laughs> I'm pointing at him right now and nodding my head because I'm like yeah, yeah. no it's he, preaching to it's, the choir. It's very yeah. So I will say I travel San Francisco a lot <laughs> Las Vegas um, Austin and Nashville so I have a lot when I when I go there and I'm on Bumble for whatever reason because it's almost like a habit at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of a game. <laughs> I get matches <laughs> from game. Nashville, and I it was it would be like a month ago that I was there. So mm. I would say when I get to Boston, though, going back to this, right. you finally get a match. 
again, I'm not one of those like give my phone number right away. It's it's weird. It's creepy. It's not going to we'll give see you after desired we effect. see your data. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I've scrubbed it all. But in fairness, he was completely afraid <laughs> of being on this conversation. <laughs> he told me that he was going to give you my phone, and you guys were just look to it and call it out. So, yeah. um, which we may still do that. By the way. We might still. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like at this point, uh, it, we're all we're all friends now. We can all do this. But so again. Two or three days, you get a match. Yep. You talk for a couple of days. The next thing I know, I'm on the road for two weeks. It's very hard to come back Definitely. two weeks later or a week later or even five days, four or five days later and say, hey, um, we talked for three or four iterations of conversations back and forth. Remember me two weeks ago? You probably had about 100 more swipes by then. <laughs> do you want to go grab that, that yeah. coffee or do you want to go grab that drink? And oh, by the way, I'm leaving next week as well. So I only yeah. have two or three days. So like there's, I mean, case in point, like Timing I was supposed to meet, meet some Kelly, yeah. do you travel so. as much? I or don't. I don't. I was going to say, I was wondering if that had a... I'm, I'm back and forth to San Francisco almost every other week. Yeah. So it's, I totally get what you're saying. It's real, And it is really hard. And then like, I don't know about you, but for me most of the time, especially first dates or even second dates, I want to set up during the week. So like a Wednesday or Thursday night, because my oh. Friday and Saturday nights... It's for my, my gals. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you don't want to give that time. Well, yeah. right? Exactly. Like it's yeah. It's a coffee. It's a drink. It's, it's honestly not with, so, with a, like social dating and dating platforms like this. It's not even a dinner off the bat most of the time. It's, it's a coffee. It's almost like a, an introduction to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. maybe the second date or third date is a coffee. So, I, I mean, to answer your question, I know you called me out on, on purpose. <laughs> In the last, let's say, you said three months you were doing this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. let me think. It's September now. I'd say maybe five or six or seven coffee drinks, and mm-hmm. nothing's progressed from there. No second um, dates. No, one or two second dates. Oh. Did um, you go home with them? Jim is kidding. <laughs> Over the line. Yeah, just kidding. Keep a PG Kelly. Sorry. I love it. No, seriously, did you? Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. Netflix. Did you see that? Amazon Prime. So, and so yeah. So, um, wine? so to answer no. your question, no. I, I'm, no, I am I'm a, teasing. You I'm don't have to disclose. Wholesome Northerner. Oh, no, there he is. <laughs> uh, there he is. The right he's, way he's of doing it. He's um, a respectful gentleman, is what he is. But I, my, so my question to you is, what is your favorite response to any one of those three that you said? Is, is oh. it Netflix and chill? I've heard slash maybe have used that once or twice in my in my career here. But what's your favorite? I liked the one that was in the slide deck. That we, okay, so we said, you're hot. And then he said, thanks. But if only people could use me for my mind. And I really thought it was like, he called us out at our own game, number yeah. one. Yeah. And number two, it was just kind of like, I appreciate humor and sarcasm. And so it's kind of like when someone is like, really? Yeah. Like, can, yeah. he knows that we're joking. That was yeah. a, a, something that I appreciated, someone that it found kind of my style of humor. Uh, conversely, the man that texted me his phone number immediately, I was like, ah, <laughs> oh my God, that's really scary, kind of. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah, I'd say there was, uh, I think one of my favorite ones was a guy who, uh, it, I can't remember what opener it was, but he responded something and I didn't respond right away. And then um, he sent like another thing and then he just was like, want to watch Game of Thrones? He just like went straight, straight, straight oh, wow. like 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 straight went, come yeah. over on a Sunday yeah. night. And yeah, go. yeah, exactly. And I was like, honestly, kind of into that idea, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't go. I didn't go. Um, I the didn't other one, one, yeah, the YouTube one was really funny. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah. So uh, we said, or I said, you're hot, and the guy responded and said, thanks. YouTube and spelled it U two, and then he responded to himself again and was like, "But I'm actually more of a Sting fan, if I must say so myself." <laughs> which was pretty, which was pretty funny. That's that is yeah. good. I like that. That was good. That was All right, good. so 
We're gonna get to. I love this uh, the use case for Splunk. It's hilarious that we've uh, that we've now coached Brett up on some responses. You got I some good ideas. I can't yeah, wait to get you guys. I want to get you on his data so bad. It's yeah. not even funny. <laughs> yeah, I so, would really enjoy that. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, he he agreed. So I mean, let's I'm, make this happen. I'm all for it as long as we can use it for good. Then. Well, I think it's a perfect reason for you to have a presentation at Conf next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Ooh, we can extend another that session. For sure. Another second session. Yeah. Oh, Our session was um in the community theater, and it was 125 people and we were full yeah we so, tried we all tried to sign up and they wouldn't let us in yeah, yeah i it think that just shows that the interest is there and people are really curious about new use cases for splunk and yeah. how many people use online dating oh it's just real right it's, it's just crazy. straight up reality yeah. i mean yeah. bumble has i think it was 17 million users mm -hmm. yeah and so it's it's very relatable for everyone and I, yeah. we at the end of it tied it back to the fact that it we really proved the mission statement of Splunk, which is making machine data accessible, valuable, usable for everyone. Mm -hmm. And this was thinking outside of the box and figuring out new questions that Splunk could help us answer That's for of, of a pretty obscure form of machine data. <laughs> yes. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> yep. So my last question, are mm -hmm. you still using Bumble now that the like session is over and you're yes. done? Are you still going to be believers? I wanted to take a break. I wanted to take a break. But I haven't been as active but i'm definitely still on it you're still on it yeah. still every now and yeah. then. maybe you guys could swipe to each other <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i don't meet people in real life i yeah. only <laughs> oh we can't talk oh, anymore yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome well uh all right so this is awesome thank you so much i want to shift gears just to do some fun uh rapid fire questions okay it has been super cool. fun to have you all on and thankfully Brett, we did not give them your phone, and I don't think we're going to. Uh, all right, so we'll ask you both, and you can both have your own responses, sure. but what year do you think Skynet will go online? And if you don't get that reference... <laughs> like Terminator. Oh. Skynet, fuck. you know, when the... Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, it's just four. It's okay. Don't worry about it. So Terminator... <laughs> Terminator. Skynet is when the machines take mm. over. Okay. Right. When do you think it goes online? It's a total nerd question for... I think nerd. it's been online already. Good answer. I'm going to say 2018. 2018. Yeah, All right. Next right year. It's coming. Yeah. Okay. If you were to buy me or Brett, and maybe it's a different answer. Because <laughs> if you were to buy either one of us a book, what would it be? You go first. Oh. Um, one of my favorite books that I've read in the last year is called um, An Interview with the Goon Squad. And okay. I think both of you would enjoy it. It's, it's uh, a fiction book. It's really good. It's about um, kind of... Uh, chronologues the 80s rock culture in New York. So really? it was cool. Yeah. That's cool. And you, Kelly? Um, I don't read. <laughs> okay. Do you listen to books? Uh, no, but I, you know what? I I think uh, Modern Romance was really awesome. It I was. really liked that. It was a nice little modern spin and really funny and really quick weed. Yeah. I have a good friend, my friend Stacy. She makes fun of me because I tell her, I, you know, I read this book. She's like, you didn't read it. I'm like, what do you mean I didn't read? She goes, you listened to it on Audible, didn't you? Somebody read it to me. It's like even better than reading. And it's great when the actual authors have the voices yeah. too. That's so awesome. Yeah, don't just do me a favor. If you like a Game of Thrones fan, <laughs> do not invest in oh, no. reading oh, those on God. Audible. Yeah. They're forty two <sighs> hours long each. Oh my God. Each. It's I tried unreal. to read that on my phone actually. <laughs> oh my and I kept it being like four percent, four percent, four percent, four percent. And I'm like I can't get through this. Dude, the I, books, I gave up. The books stacked up are taller than you, I think. Probably. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, what genre of music are you rocking right now? 
Oh, I am shamelessly in love with classic rock. I went to both Elton John. Um, I, I, well, I've seen Elton John twice. I saw him this past year, and the last conference that I went to was, or last concert I went to was Tom Petty. So, Sweet. Yeah. Would not have seen that coming. I know. <laughs> and my mom had a major influence on me. That's nice. awesome. Um, what, wait, which, what genre of music what do I listen to right now? Yeah. What are you into right now? Um, I listen to everything, but, um, I'm really into R and B. And so SZA has a new album okay. and I really like, Sweet. I really like her. So, uh, do you have a favorite piece of just utterly useless tech? Um, you know, that thing you just bought and you're like, this is stupid, but I kind of like it. <laughs> I have a lot of those. <laughs> um, well, okay, in my car, because I listen to a lot of music, um, the Bluetooth receiver for my car, I'm just yeah. like, every time I get in my car, I'm like, yes, because wires are like so 2014. <laughs> so, uh, the future. yeah, uh, so my wireless Bluetooth receiver is great for my car. Right. I use it every day. I have one of the Nike, um, it's like the, their version of a Fitbit. And it's, I actually kind of hate it yeah. Um, because, yeah, well, my, this is good. yeah, um, it's, I never use it, yeah. um, but it's really annoying because it doesn't, it does fuel points. So like Nike fuel points mm -hmm. and that's how it calculates and like tells you your burn and, and things. Yeah. Um, but you, it's really difficult to back that out into like calories or anything. So you're like, oh, I burned 800 fuel points, but I'm like, what, but what does that actually mean? It's just mean? an arbitrary <laughs> make yeah. number. Yeah. I, and I also have an iPad that I just don't use. An iPad you don't yeah, use. Yeah, I have an iPad mini that is just sitting on my dresser. Well, you could send it to my house if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay uh, do you have a big money pit right now? Like something that you're, you're spending all your money on? Anything? Vacation. Vacation's good. I yeah. guess. Um, I've been pretty bad about like doing fancy dinners. Okay. Yeah. Fancy dinners. I have not been cooking at home enough. So. <laughs> okay. Vacation. Where are you going? Or where do you want to go? Um, I just got back from France and Spain. Sweet. One of my best friends got married. It was like one of the best days of my life. Um, but next up, I really want to go to uh, this kind of vacation where you like do nothing and go to a beach and like just drink margaritas all day and yeah. just relax Sounds i don't pretty nice yeah, yeah i've never really had one of those okay um so that would just be like fiji i'll go on with my you list. Mm. yeah <laughs> do you think they have bumble there <laughs> <laughs> they do have they bumble do. in bali yeah, yeah and ba Ooh, bali yes. would be a good choice yeah. uh, what's well, actually gets to my next yeah. question which is are you going anywhere interesting soon I'm flying to Austin on Friday. Sweet. And going to be in Austin for a couple days hanging out. Sweet. Yeah. Austin's a good party town. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm going to get a pair of cowboy boots. You should. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Get ostrich. They look yeah. beautiful. Real very, Texas stuff. That would be a money pit item. <laughs> yeah, indeed. You going anywhere soon? Bali, obviously. Um, <laughs> I would like to. I'm... I have no more vacation left. Okay. Um, from my trip. And then um, I just got back from Burning Man. So that's usually my... Gotcha. My quest to the desert. That's actually where my money pit usually goes. Yeah. I had this big art project for my camp this year. We built a 14-foot interactive cat head with like 10,000 programmable LEDs on it. And so what? we programmed the inside of this like cat head. Yeah, that was a giant money It has pit. its own Instagram handle. It does. What it's is called that? the Meowge. The cat lounge is <laughs> called the Meowge. The Meowge. Yeah. yeah. We've, we've been f toying around with like trying to get one of us to say 
see how many times we can say meow in a, oh, in a presentation Perfect. or meow. on a podcast. Right meow. Yeah. Right meow. Right meow. What did you say meow? <laughs> uh, all right. So, so is there any uh, particular show that you find exceptionally binge worthy? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Get, that's a good. One. This, um, I recently went through. Oh, Broad City. Probably Broad City is a good okay. one. Yeah. Broad City. Don't know anything about that. Ooh, one. very good. It's on yeah. Comedy Central. It's uh, two young ladies, and it just it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they're super funny. Okay. And you can easily plow through the whole thing. Sweet. Okay. So then the last question. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you can't. You don't necessarily want to grow a, one of these, but do you have a beard idol, like somebody a bearded, a favorite bearded person? Because we're all beards. Yeah. No, Besides I know. you, right? Uh, you, it doesn't have to be. But um, see, she knows well, how to win well, points. Hurt right now. She's going <laughs> to She looked at me when she said it. <laughs> Beard. Mm, it's okay if you don't have one. Um, Gandalf. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, gray beard. I like it. Yes. Um, maybe it's because we're in D.C., but the, uh, the only thing that came to my mind is I was like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Someone Dude. else said that. Abraham Lincoln. Too, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so his, his beard is actually called a, uh, oh, my buddy told me, oh, it's a Donegal is the style, is which means there's, no, there's no mustache. No mustache. Oh. And I had a buddy that had a big, big giant red beard. He's a big former Marine. And he, he shaped up his mustache to do the same thing. And I asked him why. And he was like, it's because I love soup. Oh <laughs> and I went, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, I get it. So you guys don't eat soup? Yeah, apparently it's uh, what's well, a soup strainer. You know, it kind of gets in the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> it can be kind of a pain. Yeah, do, you, do you find that, like, does it keep you warm? It, it does, yeah. So I have not had the beard in the wintertime yet, so mm-hmm. this is going to be my first winter beard, and we'll see uh, how it goes. Are there any other hazards to having a beard? I'm very curious about uh, this now. It depends Bumble. on... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very polarizing. Like People either He's are like, go to that's w- awesome, or yeah. they're like, what a loser. <laughs> like, no. it's, it's, there's no Hipsters in between. Hipsters are in San Francisco. Maybe you need to move there. Yeah. Portland. Hipsters. Portland. Portland. Yeah, yes. the land of the bearded man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't updated my, uh, my pictures yet, so it's just a baby data beard in my picture. <laughs> it's not so a big data I'm beard sure yet. They're like, ooh, yeah, that's one of the other little data. Thing, yeah. Say? Yeah. Little, yeah, it's like database beard. It's yeah. not going to be like yeah. big data. <laughs> now, the, uh, one of the biggest challenges with the beard mm. is uh, they're twofold. One is uh, like shirts or zippers. If you ever oh, like zip it up and it gets it. hung, oh, it's bad. Ouch. The other is if you're if you're like me and you're growing your this big stupid mustache that you curl up. <laughs> if you don't wax it up, you if you try to eat a sandwich, like you eat your mustache. Like you know, oh, <laughs> yeah. bread grabs it, it's not so good. So you have beard wax. Oh yeah, yeah but do you ever find hole. leftover food in your beard? <laughs> I don't. When that happens, I'm shaving it. What's that French fry doing there? Yeah. <laughs> no, thankfully, thankfully, my wife is pretty good about like if, if we're at the dentist, she's like, honey, you yeah. got a little something there. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, Keegan and Kelly, thank you so much for being on. This was super fun. Thank Thanks you so for, much having, for us. having us. This is great. Yeah. Absolutely. And if, uh, if we want to follow you on, <laughs> on social, which is not Twitter, <laughs> where would we find you? Do you have a blog? Do you have it, Instagram? The gram. Like, yeah. Find the gram? us on the gram. I'm Keegan Dubs. It's just my name. Cool. And I'm Kitagawa Power. Kitagawa Power. P O W A. All right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you all so much for being on the Big Data Beard yeah. podcast. Thanks for having thanks us. Lot. Brett, I hope you learned a lot of how yes. to be better at dating thanks to Splunk. And I hope you share your data with him because <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to do round two of this. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, a year from now. <laughs> yes. we'll, put, we'll, do, we'll do one all of us together in the uh, auditorium next year. Awesome. Yes. Or we can do. Okay, I have some ideas. Oh, no. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Okay, thank you guys. Thanks, guys.